Man, probably a fun fact on me is that I like to read. Like I, I, I like to read. That's 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 a lost art nowadays. <laughs> oh, my great uncle is uh, Jesse Owens. He won four gold medals in 1936. Yeah. I always want to leave people with this, man. To all the viewers and everybody out there, man, make sure you guys finish the story. Make sure you guys finish your journey because somebody's gonna need it. Yeah. All you gotta do is push the bad button. That's all you gotta do. Push the back <laughs> Try not to think about the future too much so you can maximize the now. Who's the favorite rap artist? Man, to be honest, it's crazy. Tupac always been my number one, right? Like, he got, he got, he got me through so much stuff, but Lil Wayne has been in the modern day. I said, what does it really take? What does it really take to be great, Drew? And he looked at me, he was like, you really want to know? And he was like, to be honest, everything you did to get here, you need to be consistent times 10. Well, well, well. What's up, everybody? How y'all out there doing tonight? Welcome to the Sports Chatter Show. It's your boy, Coach Lee. It's Tuesday night, Taco Tuesday, as some people like to call it. But you know how we do. We back at it like we're mad at it. It's time to run one with your guys. With that being said, what's up, Uncle Leroy Jr.? Hey man, hey, I'm telling you, I don't know what it is. It's the Tuesday, the sports channel show, and it's the tacos that bring this glare in your eye, man. This pump that's pepping your step. But look, it's the sports channel show. This is dude, Uncle Leroy. Don't say the Leroy without the junior. And today, this is the show where we talk about all the trending topics in our view sports talk with friends. But look, before we get it started, we got to scream way up there somewhere to the home of the Boston Bay Bean to get our guy, man, too. Let's get him on this show. Yeah, 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 yeah. What's good? What's good? Taco Tuesday? I'm stuffed. Get it. <laughs> oh. Hey, I still, I, I think I asked you this question before, but welcome to the show. You know, welcome, welcome, welcome. But, well, thank uh, you very much. Appreciate hey, it. Hey, started snowing out there yet? No. No snow yet. No snow yet. Oh. I actually been having 50 degree days. So I mean I can't complain. Yeah. So no, y'all yeah. got made pops. That's what you're trying to tell me. Not, not much of an Arctic push yet. I think in the next couple of days we'll get that push. Whoa, whoa, whoa. What was that? Leslie appreciate it. <laughs> no sir. What's going on, Leslie? Man. So all right. So, wait, you talking about this Arctic push? How did it turn the sports chatter show into uh the Discovery Channel? Like this is big with uh, educated, science guy. Um, uh, funny, funny as hell, because I was talking to a friend of mine. Shout out to my guy Sean. He's from Canada, and he was telling me he was working on a roof today, and it was cold as hell out. And I'm like, "How's it so cold over there, and not here in Massachusetts?" I mean, it's not, it's not that far. It's, it's east. So he's like, you know, telling me, and I'm like, "We'll probably get that push once it comes from y'all. It'll probably come down to us." All right. I'm still trying to understand. Like you said, it's east from the east. Like all of that east from Boston is the Atlantic Ocean. East Coast, east, Eastern Standard Time. Oh, like you said, Canada. Canada's literally you go here, New Hampshire. You go Maine, and then right after Maine yeah. is the Canada, basically right there. So you know, it's east. so so you so you better than me, Coast. So you trying to say you know where all these places you just said? Because to me, all that just unknown. Down yonder, up yonder way. Yeah, we 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 know we northerners, you know. But at the same time, if you want to call us, if you want, if you want to go east, west, north, south with it, it's, it's it's definitely you know on the east coast, man. We east coasters, man. You know, we don't get those nice hot days. You know, seventy five percent of the year. You know, we don't get to live that lifestyle. Yes, yes. Great with the jackets, though. You're deprived, but it's okay. So what we got up today on the show, Coach? What we got up? Uh, we got some good topics. Got some damn good topics. We're going to fire right off, right off the bat, going in two feet deep. First topic for the night is back in the day. And this one is from a main man. He does it pretty good. Jose, shout out to you, brother. Shout this out to Jose, was, um, man. Yes, sir. This one goes out to, um, uh, it's talking about Jason Whitlock. He's a divisive character, individual, whatever the case may be. But, um, he actually said, we pretend that what Brady and Rodgers are doing 
is just as difficult as what Tittle, Starbuck, Bradshaw, Montana, and Elway did. It's not. Rule changes have exaggerated the value of NFL quarterbacks. You basically need written permission from the head referee to hit the quarterback. Mm. Y'all agree with that notion? Ah. Y'all agree. He has a point. Definitely. I agree, man. Jason, shout shout out to Jason because a lot of people you hear a lot of people who you know talk talk crap about him. I mean, it's definitely deserved. You know, he plays his he plays his role a bit different than you know your average person that talks sports and life and whatever. But I, I, I say to be in this game or a part of this game, you have to watch the good, the bad, and the ugly. That's why I sit with them. I watch every, I watch everything, you know, from you know the the the, the guys on TV to the guys outside of TV. That's how you create and, and and not only you know get better day by day, but you know what I'm saying. You get to study it. That's, that's what separates you know us from them. You know what I'm saying us from them. You know what I'm saying we're different. So I agree with Jason Whitlock, man. It's, it's a lot you can teach on, and you know what I'm saying on just this topic right here. Obviously, is in the um group, so. I know a lot of people chimed in, man. So yeah, it was a pretty good topic, you know. But I mean, like those guys that he named, you know, they're not doing it what they're doing now because the game is changing. Protects the quarterback, you know. what I'm saying for one, you know, they got the uh, the Tom Brady rule, you know. So I mean, the game has changed from when those guys were playing, you know. I mean, like what they had, the helmets even changed. They had the one, all their helmets looked like the punter helmet, but it just had one ball across the thing. So I mean. The game has changed and it's catered to the QB, and especially nowadays, whereas it's a QB league, it's where you know these guys coming out airing the ball. So, and even as the rules with the uh, wide receivers catching the ball is different. So, I mean, that's why I'm like, you know, he has a point, but, you know, that's why I'm just trying to see, you know, what everyone else said, you know, because, you know, I got a lot, I have a lot to say on this point. You know, I have a lot to say. I, I agree with it. You know, you name those guys, those, those guys like the Bradshaws. You know, the eight, you know, people, somebody mentioned you can pit Aikman or somebody else in that discussion and all the other QBs he mentioned. And then you name these these QBs in modern days. I used to tell, I tell people, people, Teddy Bridgewater, for instance, you know what I'm saying? I'm just going to name random QBs. Jimmy Garoppolo. Like, these guys right here are considered, you know, system quarterbacks. And a lot of the base value that they put on QBs now Based not only their stats, but the guys ahead of them stats. You know what I'm saying? Tom's a lifer, but at the same time, Tom's played generations and generations. He just keeps getting better with the game. There's certain QBs that this doesn't equate to. I think this goes more into like the the, the middle alternate QBs that get paid money, but necessarily aren't the the level of talent. Now. You know, I'm a, I'm a, you know, I'm a pivot off of that and say, you know, with with Aikman, I don't think Aikman should be in this conversation with these guys because I always remember Aikman getting on TV saying how the league has gotten rough. You know what I'm saying? So you know, he, I don't know, he wanted to go back to a soft league. So to me, he was the turning point to where we're at now. You know, now the, the guy did oh, say that oh, very far on that. Now to your point about you know like. Quarterbacks being system quarterbacks and circling back to what Jason said, he's pretending what Brady's doing. The first person to do what Brady's done was Brett Favre. The guy played a long season and he played, he barely missed the game. So to me, that's where you can start seeing where the conditioning starts uh, coming in at for the quarterback. If you look at Brady, he had, you know, he had a similar uh, workout and conditioning regimen, but also the league started changing towards a quarterback. There's a reason why it's a quarterback for the league now. So they're not doing the same thing as they were doing back then. These I don't even see quarterbacks now uh, blocking. Now, so let me ask y'all this. What's the notion that defense wins what? Championships. Offense sales what? Fields tickets. Fields there you go. And that's where it came from. I got a couple of rules that I want to swing by you guys uh, to let me know what your thoughts on it was. Starting back in 93, it was declared it is not intentional grounding when a passer, while out of the pocket and facing uh, a um, possible loss of yardage, throws a pass that lands beyond the line of scrimmage. 
even if no offensive player has a realistic chance to catch the ball. So that's the first thing. Whereas before pre-93, that would be considered a tensional grounding or the quarterback had to eat that mug and get hit. Mm-hmm. Right, eat that mug. You see a lot of that now because you know the QB's going to get splattered. You know what I'm saying? But in this modern era, it's like, that QB gets splattered. Somebody's getting blamed for it. Oh, why'd you hit him that hard? Come on. That's, that's the value of the QB. That's we growing up. That's the value of the bread. <laughs> you know, you got to survive those hits, win games, stay up tight, stay up held. You didn't get no free passes. You didn't get no, you didn't get no non-padded practices. Hold on. The non-padded practices. That's what kills me. <laughs> when you talk about practice, you practice with pads. Not once a week, if anything, probably no times a week. And it just goes more into the reasoning why QBs, you know what I'm saying, get all this leverage, you know what I'm saying, and, and, and they're extra crispy on Sundays if they are even on the field playing. <laughs> Here's another so, one. I mean, you know, that was just one of the, you know, one of the changes. And really, fun fact, you know, during 1993, the top NFL passing quarterbacks was Warren Moon, Boomer Sison, Jim Kelly, Brett Favre. Those were the quarterbacks of 1993. From unnecessarily and violently throwing him down and landing on top of him with all or most of the defenders' weight. Can't dump him on the heads no more. <laughs> 2002, Actually. the helmet to helmet. I get that one. CTE, concussion protocols, and things like that. That one I get. Mm-hmm. Now here's the Brady rule. Here's the Brady impact. 2006. Low hits on the quarterback are prohibited when a rushing defender has the opportunity to avoid such contact. That's the break. Chest bump somebody, I guess. You just supposed to chest bump the QB? <laughs> yeah. And that's the thing. If you look back, at, and I'm, you know, and it's funny. Not you know, like if you think of some of the plays back then, like the tackles will stop it. They weren't even going to get the quarterback and they were afraid that they were going to get just Tom Brady rule. So, I mean, you know, like I say, a lot has changed for – it's catered towards the quarterback where, you know, you're scared to touch him. Y'all like the new game now or you like the old game? I like the new game because I'm an offensive guy. I want to run the numbers up on you. And to me – Passing, you know, it's a little bit more finesse, get more things involved. So I like the I like the grit of the old game, but I like the passing nowadays. I got you. Um, Imagine, let me throw this hypothetical out there. Imagine what Dan Marino could do with today's rules. Okay, Dan Marino couldn't do what Dan Marino did back then doing his prime. <laughs> I'm not talking about championships. I'm talking about just pure stats. I'm talking about offense. Pure stats. Offense, well, he would have lit, lit shit up. And Marino putting up big numbers back then to where he can get beat up. You can you can maul a wide receiver. You can't even touch a wide receiver now. <laughs> that is true. That is true. That is true. But, I mean, you know, it's all indignant to the game. But, I mean, you know, you got to look at it. He grew up on his style of gameplay. You know what I'm saying? Like, that goes back to people saying, oh, what Michael Jordan could do in a game nowadays. It's two different game styles. So, he grew up, you know, ready. You know, he was ahead of that time. But he would just be amongst the cuts because, you know, Patrick Mahomes putting up crazy numbers. So, let's say, let's say, okay, with the same uh, example, what, what Patrick Mahomes would do during Dan Marino time. This how I get hurt. <laughs> that boy wasn't ready for them hits back then. You know, crazy. Mm-hmm. Football has always been a popular sport. It's always been. Sundays with most of the football games take place. It's always great, you know what I'm saying? Because what are people doing most of the time on Sundays? You know, after church or, you know, if you're not going to church, what are you doing on Sundays? You're preparing yourself for a football game. 
You know what tagged all this new generation stuff? Probably not in 95 or 93, but for sure in 2002. Fantasy football. Yeah. Fantasy yeah, football. And now we're seeing it. And this and now we're clearly seeing it because more than 50% of the world of people are playing fantasy sports. And football is king fantasy of the crop. You'd rather play fantasy football than basketball or hockey or baseball, you know? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And that tags in a lot, too, to the stats and the protection of the QBs, you know what I'm saying? You know, and, th- and things of that nature, you know? Offense, you know? Unc said he likes the offensive game now. He likes the new style game. A lot of people like the new style game now because look at it. You can sit here and say, my QB threw for four touchdowns and had three picks. You can really sit here and say that. But if you're dissecting that, you could be Jameis Winston. <laughs> Hold on. You could be Jameis Winston, or you can be, I'll say my boy Dak Prescott. <laughs> Just because Dak, is, the numbers kind of resonate, you know what I'm saying? He's not one of the best QBs in the league. He's in the average. He's in the middle. You know what I'm saying? So that, that's that's what, what that's what to me, man. You know what I'm saying? In this generation, the overall stats and you know the QBs like Brady and Rodgers. The game back then was slow and boring. That's what it is. You know what I mean? You know, like without passing. Not in Miami. When you say passing, when you say passing, the game is faster. That's it. You know, when you run it, you wait for a guy to do all one guy to do all his running. When you passing the ball, you you got the fresher. I, I like the I like the old game, you know. It's more of a chess. I feel like the old game is more of a chess game. Now today's game is more a checkers. You have chances, you know what I'm saying? Over the day, you get smoked. That's what you pay. I don't I, look. You get smoked. You get smoked. It's a chess game. You got a mathematics to get back in the game. Not no. Go to the NFL. To whereas I'm watching on this on the game. And then I can go to the bathroom, buy me a cold drink, and come back, and my team still ain't scored a touchdown. That's, that the, that's predicated. Hold on. That's predicated on your team. Isn't that what it's supposed to be? It's I'm talking to be about back in the days where guys are running the ball up and down the field. That is boring. Nowadays, you can't do that. Because if you if you leave your seat, the guy is about an 80 yard. With, oh, with the exception of Dallas Cowboys who can't throw the ball. Over 30 yards, <laughs> you know how to do that. But, you know, at the end of the day, the game is faster. And it's because of the pads. And it's because of these rules. So, anyway, while you throw that little dig in there. <laughs> yeah, for sure. So, Catch us in New York on Sunday. Shout out to, uh, shout out to Bumpy, man. Hey, we see you hanging out with Bumpy, baby. He says, Dan will kill it the same way Moon and those where and those type of quarterbacks had, had Kelly Instinct from the day. So you said, and that's why I threw out Dan Marino's name. What do you think when you heard 1984 from, from an NFL perspective in offense? Dan Marino. Three yards in a cloud of dust, though. a lot of running. <laughs> Reason why he would kill it now is because in 84 – he threw for over 5,000 yards and 48 touchdowns in 84. He so probably threw over like 7,000 yards in today's game. <laughs> video game numbers, man. All predicating on the video games, fantasy. This is what the generation is. Horse bad. <laughs> Thank two I want to see what their wide receivers were. Super, uh, Mark Duper and Mark Clayton. Thank you. Super it's, Duper. Thank you. So those weren't Trumps either? No, they wasn't. Okay. But they was so, getting mauled down the field. <laughs> <laughs> but that's what I'm saying. So, I mean, that can be an influx. You know, now we're talking about stats. And this is why I say, you know, stats can be manipulated, especially percentages. Because they could have been yet. All these yards could have been yards after the run, and these yards could have been on the receivers. So, do, do I need to get their stats? Check it out. Same can be said by guys now. We know it's you know it's the case now. They catch the ball with a halo around them. 
That is true. That is true. But you know, but and that's what I feel that Jason is speaking on. You know what I'm saying? It's like the system is weak. You know what I'm saying? Back then the system was tough. You know, so that was real gridiron football. So that was a hard earned. You know, that was a hard earned. Like these guys had um, Mark Clayton. He had 73 catches for. 13, uh, 1389 yards, 1389 yards. Uh, Mark Dupree, you know, he had 71 catches for 1300 yards as well. You know, that was a hard fought 1300 yards. Yeah, these guys nowadays, they're not, they're not playing defense like that. They're not even tackling. A lot of guys get more catches than they get, of course, they get more catches, but the yards for a certain point, like you don't get, you get a certain amount of games where they perform. And then it's just the rest is just straight line or down. It's never up, 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 up. One year they'll get that. Mm-mm-mm. You got your Adamses and Hawkins that you know can stay in line. I'm not even gonna say Hawkins no more. More Adams. Shout out to Adams, man. That man literally is the best receiver in the game. I don't get nobody yeah. says. Well, nobody well, taking him and checking him, well, man. Okay. But those guys right there, like. There's only there's only about two or three, probably four receivers that you just like. That that's some shit. Rest of anybody yep, else is there now. Basically the game. But hold on, let's get uh let's see what uh Bumpy says. So he said that's how football is supposed to be played. Played though. I love the 90 the 90s cowboys. They ain't care about the rules to push offense, they cared about playing ball the right way. And you know what's funny? I hear it the right way. Shout out to you, Bumpy. Like, explain this. Can someone explain the right way? Because I was I was just watching. My girl just had, I was have watched. My girl just had on the Colin Kaepernick thing. And he said that, you know, in baseball, they mentioned, you know, we're supposed to play the game the right way. So what is the right way? In aspect like, of football, when I think of the right way with football, it was just, just like when you played in your front yard. It was me, you, one-on-one, best player fucking win. Oh, wait, we got him cussing on the tube. Oh, sure. <laughs> versus, versus now, you got you can't touch the receiver five yards down the field. The quarterback can't be hit after the pass, so he know he can he can do what he needs to do. It's just so many rules and stipulations now to where not only do you have to be a great athlete, you gotta be a part-time lawyer as well in order to make sure you don't get fined on Monday morning. That part. Yeah, but I agree. I agree. And that's what I was just about to say. Like, it's so bad now that you have to be taught the rules. You know what I'm saying? Like, back in the day, you know what I'm saying? You just be taught the game, you know, the game of football. And, you know, you learn that, you know, that's ingrained in you, ingrained in you at a young age. So by the time you get to the NFL, you know, you're already in the swing of things. But now with so many rules, the NFL got a freaking rule book that's the damn size of a library. So, yeah. So what do you think about that, um... To what's the right way? It go right there. Right way, man. You know, it's it's a man, the man to man game, man. You know, I mean, off, you know, teams. You know, you got your you got your defenses setups and all that. Your four threes, your whatnots and whatnots. But truly, at the end of the day, you get to see those classic matchups of Dion versus Jerry Rice. You get to see those matchups. We've seen a lot more of those matchups back in the day. Nowadays, it's like. You know, oh, when um when when this guy's Ding up against this guy is this and that, and damn, this 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 um DB gotta go home. Like damn, I couldn't play this man tonight. This man's shining. Meanwhile, this man's on Twitter like nigga, I just did y'all whole team in. <laughs> he wasn't he wasn't indeed by the first DB. So it's more like to win a game is today. They're predicating on these guys to keep their numbers where they want their numbers to be. If you don't get your numbers there, that's on you. Because <laughs> they're giving you leeway already. They're giving you leeway potentially to get stats in the NFL. That's what I'm saying. If you can't throw for 300 yards in the NFL game nowadays, what are you really? Right. And you know, it's funny like that y'all bring this up because, you know, back in the days, you know, it was like you knew, like just saying about this, uh, good, good, good call out, uh, Bumping, you know, about the man-on-man, the game being played the right. Because now there is no one-on-one. You know what I'm saying? It was like you knew Moss was going up against You knew Jerry Rice was going up against You know what I'm saying? Like you knew Tim Brown going against this number one. You know, it was always, like I say, man-on-man. So now you really don't know who it is. You know, it's like it's going up against the system. It's like it was a system um, type of style of defensive, you know, defensive football now. So, yeah, I like that. 
Shout out to Anthony Price. He says many players won't survive if they bring back the 85 Bears. Me, I like offense, but I, I'm an old head. I like the Chicago Bears. I like the Doomsday defense, the Purple People Eaters, the Steel Curtains, the No Name no. defense, the Orange Crush. That's what I grew up on. Right, man, you, you, you're salivating over there, man. Like, I... <laughs> <laughs> he says, the, uh, like the old Packers and Cowboys games, those were battles you knew those games were going to be a war. Cowboys versus San Fran, they came to go to war. And also, Dog Patrol, they did their thing too, man. I can't leave them. Oh, yes, uh, and you know, I was about to say, we had us in the, uh, Seattle, I'm not Seattle, uh, St. Louis. Yes, you know, absolutely. So, doing you know, doing the greatest show on turf, you know. But uh, let's you know before we take a quick break, let's get some of those comments uh, from off this post. Yes. So we got uh, Gary says, um, "Hold on, go back to the top." My bad. Gary says, "I don't know, can't discount what Brady is doing." Agree, but it's so easy to be a quarterback. How how come not anyone and not everyone is putting up crazy numbers? Leak always has a cream of the crop that rises above the rest. I am not discounting Brady at all. Brady is still Brady at the end of the day. You can't discount right. what he's done. Right. He's 44 years old, and he's having arguably one of his best seasons ever. But me, I'm a systems guy. So you know what? You know what I'm saying? I'm going I'm to I'm challenge that statement. Is it? Him getting, you know, him showing his great athleticism, or is it him knowing the system? And and knowing uh, he's not he's not the most athletic guy, but he's very cerebral. Just like it's Joe Montana was not very athletic. He was cerebral. Right. He understood the inner cerebral. work of that West Coast offense. Cerebral. You only can like when you when you have a guy like Tom Down. When you got a guy like Aaron Rodgers down, like you have to X them and carve them out. If you give those guys life, then then Cerebro comes to play. And then if they're on hot fire on a day, then you're already dead. You're already done. So for those two guys right there, everybody else, <laughs> you can you, you can talk that statement, talk that statement you want, Jason Whitlock. When when it comes to Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady, those guys to the people in the game nowadays who are not probably as smart as they was back in the day, that's how it is. It's cerebral. You know, Uncle Leroy, public school smart, graduated from John McDonald Senior High School. I have no clue what the hell cerebral, cerebral, what does that word mean? Like, cerebral. Hi. Cerebral assassin. I'm just thinking, man, probably this is silent. This, this hey, silent. Google, what does cerebral mean? Okay, I think she's telling me the cerebral part of the brain. I still have no clue. I'm more confused now going into uh, what y'all said. But you know, one thing that I just want to call out is that, uh, you know, Brett Favre also had a long career. You know what I'm saying? He didn't miss many games. He didn't take many hits. He knew how to take those sacks. So that's all I'm saying is that, you know, if you watch these people that – Thrived in the system, the NFL system, you can take notes because it's all systematic. So I think that, you know, not discount Brady because the guy is an assassin. You know, he understands the game. He knows how to read offenses. But and he learned how to, how to maintain in the system. And so in that regard, I can't knock him. But, I mean, he wasn't taking those hits those guys were taking. But uh, what, what other comment we have? Jose says, not saying it's so easy, but realistically, take Brady and Elway, Favre, Montana, and Eggman's time and tell me with a straight face that he would last for that long and reach the same level of success, much yeah, less in Starbuck and Bradshaw's time. Maybe back when Eggman's time, I don't think he would have made it back in the 70s. <laughs> Those dudes getting their fronts knocked out. <laughs> Yeah, back then, football players were looking like hockey players, man. They were missing yes, sir. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, you know, well, you have to look at a system and the fit. If he was on the 49ers, absolutely. I definitely agree. Maybe not on New England, but remember, he wasn't the focal point of the team during his first three or four Super Bowls. That's a very valid point. 
That defense won those Super Bowls at, at the beginning. Uh, shutting down the Rams was nothing to shake at. I still think he does well, but nobody could have predicted 10 Super Bowl appearances and seven victories. Yeah, that's impressive. <laughs> yeah, we'll probably never see that again, man. Right. <laughs> and he says, and I'm a Packers fan too, but I got too many nightmares from the sheer amount of picks by far that cost him Super Bowl appearances. Mm. And that's and that and that's the thing right there. That's the thing. Like even like Elway early, like you name those QB like the the Brashaws and the Aikmans and all that. Like you know, and those guys were happy enough to have systems behind them because if they didn't have systems behind them, they wouldn't have won t- championships. You know what I'm saying? Like so. <laughs> Oh, hey, hey, Aaron Rodgers got a half a title, bro. You better think, Brett Favre. <laughs> He's won that game. Aaron Rodgers a game, man. Hey, I'm a fall, I'm a fall fan with those cousins. Aaron Rodgers got a half a title, bro. And you know what? Oh, now I'm going to take our first break. I think I think time for a break, man. You know, I need to drink water. So one more, one more. We take a break. <laughs> hey, water. Yeah, you did do like hot. You didn't throw a little hot air out there on us today. <laughs> God damn it. We'll be back by 1520. <laughs> What's up, world? Kyrie Robinson, man. New Orleans Saints veteran. Hey, man, make sure you guys go check out my guy, man. STWF, the media, man. Check them guys out. Y'all want to get sports talk, sports talks with players, with fans, anything like that, man. Go check them guys out, man. That's the place to be if you want to talk sports. Who that nation? Yes, sir. Yeah, we back. With more than real chance. Oh, man. <laughs> so. <laughs> Bobby feels some type of way by far, boy. <laughs> hey, you know what? Shout out to Bumpy for knowing his team's history. You know, that's what I'm talking about, man. That's what I'm talking about. No hey, doubt, no doubt. Shout out to you, Chris, man. Welcome back, bro. We don't, we don't miss you, though, Chris, but shout, shout out to you, bro. <laughs> so, next, this one is from yours truly. Got a little local flavor to it. We call this one all-time great. And this one involves um, a little bit of looking back in the past, present, and future, I would think. If I can get this thing. Man, my internet's running so freaking slow over here. <laughs> Look at that. Hey, that was bad on script. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm going to tell Damn. you <laughs> This whole post was really privileged. Like, it was, like this was a privileged post. Like, how are you going to say, how are you going to be like, what is the best QB in Texas high school history? <laughs> but and hey, man, you got to say things other than Pennsylvania. Had two degrees up there. So I would look. So by default, I was, I, I had, like, no, get, I had two degrees up there. Then I was like, all right, let me act like I do know something about sports. <laughs> But you got to admit, though, man, other than probably, I would probably say Pennsylvania and California, Texas right there when it comes to quarterbacks. Massachusetts, man. So I'm playing with you. (laughs) (laughs) You got to think. You got Drew Brees in here, Super Bowl winning quarterback. Vince Young, probably on one of the greatest teams in college football history. He's a hood champion. Vince Young is a hood champion, dog. That's the hood championship right there. That, you had, that, that went over USS. That's for the hood. Everybody should have been rooting that night for Texas. I was. <laughs> you got Kyler Murray, Heisman Trophy winner. Johnny Manziel, Heisman Trophy winner. Andrew Luck was no slouch in this time. Andre Ware put up big numbers with the run and shoot. Helped introduce the run and shoot offense. Patty Mahomes. Got a Super Bowl. So, who would y'all say is the best quarterback in Texas high school history? Is these guys or are you thinking somebody else? First of all, how the hell I'm supposed to know Texas high school history? 
I'm from knowledge, naturally knowledge. So I'm going to say Terry Bradshaw, Dak Prescott. <laughs> but uh, no, nah, I thought we'll call him up, man. And he also owned AT&T Dallas Cowboys Stadium. I think I'm my statement, too. Yeah, he did. Colin went, I believe Colin went undefeated in high school, won three state big, big 5A championships in a row. All in Dallas. That's what I would say. Yeah, yeah, we heard you the first time, huh? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I I, I didn't know, you know, I was laid on the mic check, so I was just making sure the mic was on. Two, based on what you know. I'm not from Texas. I, I don't know much. These guys are all great guys. They all had some type of – well, not all of them. Look at that. Grant Gunnell. I know he wasn't nothing. Garrett Gilbert. <laughs> I know he was second. You know, shout out to the rest of the guys. But the one guy here, man, and I'm just going to go off the, the general upside, and we didn't get to see the up, up, upside because, unfortunately, he said, I'm, I'm done with the game. Andrew Luck, Love, man. Bro. Just off the just off the promise, like you know, shout out to Drew Brees. We know he he's done his career. You know, Patrick Mahomes, he's got one under his belt already. Kyler Murray, if he doesn't go baseball, let's see where the promise is in the NFL. And Matthew Stafford has to go to Hollywood to try to write a story, you know. So, but Andrew Andrew Luck, man, was a guy like what if? Like you always have that what if in sports. What if Andrew Luck didn't quit? On his team. What, at halftime? Well, no, no. Or at the end of the game. At the end of the football game, he said I was done. Like, I'm good. And they booed him. Booed that man. That man, Andrew Luck, man, you disappointed a lot of people, man. Big what if, man. Big what if. Yeah. I'll so, say you know, me being the resident Dallas Cowboys hater, and just because this is close to Dallas Cowboys. So I'm going to say out of that list, what was the biggest disappointment? The biggest flop? In NFL, yeah. let's say Andre Andre Ware, Andre Ware. Who do you want to be? Pray for see, pray for the lines. Didn't do nothing. <laughs> <laughs> but then I remember when he was at U of H. He lit. He he was handling his business, man. He's putting up huge. He putting up numbers. They put up now back in the early nineties. Mm. For the lines. <laughs> I know you hear him sorry. Now he do nothing for lines. <laughs> <laughs> if I'm not mistaken, I think Rodney Pete beat him out. I think Rodney Pete beat him out. Huh? I think Rodney Pete beat him out. Ronnie Pete did? <laughs> Rodney was no slouch either, man. He went hey. hey, but you said it. Rodney Pete beat him out. Who beat him out for a spot, man? They had to give the spot to another black man. He <laughs> 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 got beat by. <laughs> hey, Lisa. I to say beating up had something to do with that, man. <laughs> he didn't get beat by the by the by the head coach's son or something. You know what I'm saying? He, he had a chance. He had a legitimate chance. You know what I'm saying? To, to win a spot. You know. Just say what it. But I'm going to say, the, to me, the biggest guy, the biggest flop in the NFL from out this list was Johnny Manziel, man. Like, I don't know if it, he, you know, he put too, they put too much on him. But, uh, yeah. Yeah. I can see I, that. I can see that. Oh. Um, yeah. Well, well, let me see. Let me see. You see, you say Johnny? Yes. Oh, because only because of how much expectation they had on it. That's why. A lot. So, Johnny Manziel's records, his NFL stats, he was seven touchdowns, seven interceptions, passed for 1675, 74.4 passer rating, one rushing touchdown. Yeah. Andre Ware, five touchdowns, eight <laughs> interceptions, 1,112 passing yards, 63.5 passer rating. Damn. <laughs> I they, think Manziel's a little bit better. They set they they Johnny football up, dog. They set my man Johnny football <laughs> up, man. They set him up, man. They did. Nobody told they do, no. 
they, they, they set him up and he took the bait. Set it up. They set him up. And daddy or mommy couldn't help him out the situation, man. Facts. Facts. But I'm pretty sure he's somewhere golfing and wearing his 12 man shirt with his college people in the college. I'm trying to disappointing. Disappointing NFL career. Disappointing NFL. I'm going to say Vince Young, yo. I'm going to say Vince. Because he's Vince really not had... disappointed. No, 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 no. He had. He had the spark. He had that. He was supposed to be a QB in this game for a long time. He was supposed to be a QB in this in this game for a long time, and he fucked it all up. Fucked it all up. He fucked it all up. Nah, he messed it all up, bro. Jeff Fisher. Nah, he messed it all up. Can't you do that man like that, bro? No, bro. He was nice. That dude was nice. No cap. Jeff Fisher messed ruined two. Two Wait, did they have Eddie George during that time too? Who was that? Eddie George. Yeah. Hold on. Yep. Hold on. Hold on. We can't. Jeff Fisher led a great Titans organization, and Vince Young was able to be in there. I can't blame Jeff Fisher for that. I can't blame him for that. I can't blame Vince. Jeff Fisher for, for Vince Young. I can blame him for Jeff Young, Benz, and Sam Bradford. I can blame him for Bradford. I can blame him for Bradford. <laughs> Where not? Was a, was a donkey over there or is a donkey over here? No, I can't. I can blame him. No, it can't change into a horse, man. No, 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 no. I can blame him with Sam Bradford, and I can blame him at the end towards with the Rams. I can't blame him what happened in Tennessee with Vince Young because Vince Young he had those keys, dog. Sam Bradford was a Heisman Trophy winner at at Oklahoma, and then came in the NFL, and it was like, what the hell, dude? Hey, I'm just saying, you know. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think, I think it was more mental with, with yeah, Sam Bradford, man. He had to wear those big shoes. Man, I don't know, man. Some of the stories I heard with what Jeff Fish was doing to Vince. I'm not saying saddest. He wasn't the worst. But I'm just talking about turning the disappointment for me. Because like I said, when Texas won that national championship and he ran it for that game with a touchdown – I wanted to buy every single Vince Young jersey there was. I'm like, this guy's going to be 10 years from now, he's going to be the GOAT in the league. That's what I thought. And then, <laughs> less than five years later, I'm like, oh, shit. He playing for Green Bay. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, it's over, bro. It's over. He did have some questionable word ethic. I, I would definitely say that. Yeah. Wait, didn't, didn't, didn't he get into uh, some fights or some shit, too, in the club? He did, but it was reported Fisher never wanted Vince Young. What he oh. wanted, Matt Lyon? Matt oh. Lyon? Yeah, I think he. I think he did. I think he did. Uh-oh. And from the time he walked in there, he treated him like he, he treated him like he was just trash, man. Ooh, we gonna have my, we gonna have to get that one on another show, man. Like shoot. It's getting hot in here. Hey, yeah, man. You got a guy like, when you got a guy like Stephen Nair running your, your shit, man, you know, RIP to the late great Stephen McNair, man. I mean, I mean. Hey, man. man, 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 man State of That's ABCU. Shout out to Alcom, man. Shout, shout out to my man, Steve McNair, man. That, that's, that's it, bro. That's all you can say about Steve McNair on this show, man. Look, he's the star over here. But, uh, man, he got me thirsty again, man. I think it's about time we take our second break before we, uh, you sure? You ready? You ready for the final one? Cause this next one, ah, this next one might get your boy a little crunk up in here, Mike. I see you get some, <laughs> some make me... get crunk like over there. We'll be back in about fifteen twenty. Hold tight. Hey, what's going on, man? It's cornerback Delvin Bro here from your favorite team, New Orleans Saints. I just want to go ahead on and give a shout out to STWF Media for allowing me to come on and talk about my testimony, my story, and also talk fantasy football. I just want to say thank you, man, for the honor. I appreciate you, man. Y'all make sure y'all tune in tonight at 7.30 Central Time. Bro Show out. Yes, sir. <laughs> 
Man, shout out to Bucks, man. He's on it tonight. But look, we back. Boom, yes, sir. Like, says, Bruce in with the Bucks with it. Bruce, his booty. More on the sports channel show. <laughs> uh oh. He had a four day sleep today, didn't he? <laughs> yeah. Nah, this is the type of this is the time of the season when he starts catching beats with, with all the teams in the NFC. <laughs> <laughs> It's, it's the Packers against the world, dog, as it's supposed to be. You know what I'm saying? He's on a world tour. The Packers, they, the Packers on is on uh, acting like this is like the really last dance. Like they're gonna win a championship, and this is all. Well, guess what? It ain't happening. Nah, I'm it's Kyle, y'all act like it's the Cowboys gonna win too. I mean, like I told on one of these shows, I was at the barbershop. Ball bet a hundred dollars. Cowboys. I told, I told Bumpy, we we went. We only team I want to play is them. I want, I want the Packers. I want Green Bay for all the misery I've been put through from those cheeseheads. I want them. It was a catch, man. That's that's, that's all I'm gonna say. It was a catch. So it was a catch. Then it's gonna be a catch once again. If y'all do play, you're gonna lose again. So we're not gonna lose again, man. I don't know, bro. Nah. Would you bet against AA Rod? Would I bet against A Rod? Mm-hmm. I wouldn't bet on Dak. Man, you leave Dak alone, man. You sure be hating <laughs> my boy. Dak is whack. You know I ain't lying, bro. You know I ain't lying, baby. You know how I do over here. There ain't no fabrication over here. We wait y'all for had Dak, y'all probably one of y'all division right now. He's giving he these big words. Say what, fabrication? What? what, what? I didn't ask Google that again, but to your point, Mister, if we had that, no, if we would have started big play Tay, we won. We'll be Gucci Manucci right now. So, 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 are you questioning the um, your um, great head coach and his ability to evaluate talent? No, I'm I'm questioning all the fans who are making all that commotion and whining about getting a black quarterback who got hurt, and now we got two white quarterbacks. Sit down, let the let the team be the team, make their own plays, make their own moves, man. That's all I'm saying. Oh, you can't. You still, hold on, you still, you still kicking the bandits on James Winston, dog. You still. I never wanted him in the beginning, bro. I, I believe that the Saints would be in a better spot right now with James Winston at the starting QB position. They are. Now. <laughs> wait, wait, what? You, I, I bet you believe Santa Claus is coming to deliver your. Your, your nah, no, never believed the same. You said I believe well, that ain't no, that's not happening. That things would have been better with Jameis Winston. Jameis Winston got the job and he lost it. Yeah. Well, speaking of Santa Claus, he came early for us this year, and if Jameis was there, he would. This guy would have did the same thing to him, and that's that damn fool, Michael Mother. Look, I'm, I'm about to run. You just talking about his name, man. This fool has been all over the field. <laughs> Crazy. Hey, Crazy. man. This kid here, man. Y'all better look now and enjoy it now because he stays healthy. <laughs> we are witnessing greatness right already. That's true. So this but, one I mean, is from James Spears. Oh, hold on, wait. Why are you say? Okay, you say. Okay, you read the post because he says he made, a, he made a great statement. He made a great statement that I want to call out. Okay, he um James Spears says best player from the draft this year, most definitely. But Ryan Clark, no disrespect to your favorite defensive player, but he ain't Michael Parsons. He's not only the best rookie, period, but he's the best defensive player in the league. He have 26 sacks if he just rushed 130 tackles if he only played middle linebacker. He might be the best at both. We've heard this before. We heard, we heard about the Watts brothers. We heard that about, you know, other, yes, other defensive yes, players. Not, not this. This is a special player. Oh, uh, what, what this guy? Wait, we, we heard that about Janice Smith. We heard that about, nope. oh, wait, do I got to go on the nope. show and tell, on the show and leave? Nope. Oh, do I need to go nope. about, we constantly hear that. Nope. <laughs> nope. 
Nope, nope, nope. By Jalen Smith? Nah, you heard that. <laughs> this kid, I'm sorry, this young man is putting up the type of stacks and making an impact that we haven't seen since 1980. So, I'm going to say this. This is what he said. He said the Dallas Cowboys is putting him in the best situation to succeed. He's going to succeed in the way he goes. I'm just saying. So is it Dallas is he putting him in the same situation? Where he huh? All right, so what we got here? Ron you got to say he's the best player in the league, period. I can't say period. I can't say period because guess what? You could probably double team Donald. And he gonna he's 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 coming from the trenches. A little bit more work. You got a guy that's coming from the edge. You got his dropping back in coverage. Donald ain't doing that. Aaron Donald's proven though, bro. Like he's a game changer. You know, because like hey. no one ever like play. this is his first year. This is Michael Parsons' first year. So no one has got much tape on me getting yeah. can't get any playing time, right? Let's, uh, uh, can we agree on that? This first year. Yo, oh, yeah, yeah. But at the same time, there there's no tape on him. This kid didn't play football last year. He set out he set out like all of last year. He's a rookie. And he can either hit you with the pass rush from speed. Oh, he can bull rush. So what it ain't not about, about the is? NFC East. Did you not see what he did to Patty Mahomes? <laughs> I'm still trying did to figure out what part of, like what makes him this stellar athlete. Like he's he's not a freak of nature like a Miles Garrett. You know, see when a Miles Garrett came out, he was bigger than everyone. You know why he is? Because in the first year, and I agree with Robert, he had said something earlier. He said, um I would like to see more than one year. That's what I'm saying. We will. But what we're seeing right now with him is, is like it usually comes with the draft, any draft fight. We see with Mac Jones right now. You know what I'm saying? Mac Jones, well, the Patriots are winning, and, you know, he's getting the, the media hype. This is media This is media hype right now. No disrespect to my guy. He's very active. He's balling. He is out of control. He's doing what rookies wish they were doing. Being able to get that freedom to just play football, go out there and play, go out there and play different positions on the football field. A lot of rookies are not getting that, you know what I'm saying? So overall, if I, way they're placing him on the field, he's doing a lot of hell of stuff. He's just not playing one position, you know, too. So that's why a lot that's of people the part are like, "That's crazy." That's why it's crazy. He's playing crazy. different intakes, like, and that's the thing right there what makes him special this year. We got to see if health, consistent play, will all ravel up for him to be one of the best of all time. I just hope to see it because the promise has been there. Talked about it during the draft. When we traded down, we traded down, and we he got him. We, it was a steal. We got a steal. Jerry Jones and the Cowboys got a steal. Jerry, we don't the, deserve Jimmy no Glass credit apologize. Do y'all not see what's yeah, going on right now? The 14th easiest schedule. We're looking like the Cowboys in the 90s right now. We're bringing Play. The Dallas Cowboys has the 14th easiest schedule. Woo! The Saints wish they had some type of easy schedule. I'm just saying. I mean, no matter. 14 easy schedule, what? We play the team that's on our schedule. The schedules are out in four years in advance. What can we say about that? But prepare for the team that's on the schedule. We can't do nothing about that. Okay, Y'all so count us out the last three weeks. You count us out the last three weeks. And what we have Hello. done the last three weeks, we have won football games. We've won football games. We have ten wins. We, 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 we have nine wins right now. We're going to get ten on Sunday. We're going to be good. Double-digit wins. I don't care what we place in the playoff standards. You know why? Because I like being the underdog. I like being in this spot right now where we're at. Because Dak I ain't going to play bad forever. Dak's not going to play bad forever. Y'all better, better be happy he's playing bad now because he ain't going to play bad forever. And all season, Dak, along with the Cowboys, 
have been playing, you know, kind of like this mental game with the NFL, but nobody sees it. Everybody just continues to say what they want to say about the team. Go ahead. Just keep talking. Yes, sir. Let me ask you this. Uncle Lee, yes, sir. Yes, sir. When Miles Garrett came into the league, who was he compared to? Don't remember. I'm not a Browns fan. LT? Nope. Who? He didn't have no comparison. He was just saying he was a great defensive rookie coming in. Thank you. Okay. But Miles Garrett, yeah. he's coming into his prime right now. This is what his fifth season, I think. Mm-hmm. He's coming into his prime. He's right now in Vegas. He is the favorite to win the defensive MVP. He's the reason why. Well, not the reason why, but he's the reason why the QBs will remain to be protected. <laughs> so because he's he's crazy too. That's a freaking nature in itself, too, man. Vegas gets your right normally, right? What is Michael Parsons like? What makes him so great besides him being fluffed up in the meeting because he plays for the Dallas Cowboys? He's not being fluffed up. Let me school you on something. School me, Michael school Parsons. me. Michael Parsons right now. He's playing two positions part-time. And in those two positions part-time, he's top seven in almost every category in either position. Imagine if he played a one position full-time. What would he That's be at? Vegas normally gets it right, right? Vegas in yeah. for the long haul. The long haul. He is second right now to be the MVP. He passed JJ. I mean, um, um, what's the other wide brother? Um, T, um, not um, TJ, TJ Watt. He, he, he passed TJ, um, I believe, yesterday to, to be the second favorite for the MVP. Uh, so, now what? I'm, I'm, I'm waiting for you to finish. You finish, let me listen. Wait, is it finished or it done? Let me know. Go ahead. Oh, okay. So, earlier I said the Cowboys had the number 14th easiest schedule. So, out of all those teams we've y'all played so far. You've only had the D, you know, the defense only shut a team down to single digit points once. And that was against the Atlanta Falcons. Even who has Cleveland shut down? New Orleans Saints, who, who, who has Cleveland shut down? No Mark Ingram, no Alvin Kamara scored 17 points on the defense. That I'm just saying. Who is Cleveland shut down? If we going by the team performance, hey, I'm just nah, I, I, that, that was a see that was a boomerang for that was to bump off of you and hit two at the bottom. Who was talking about Dallas Cowboys in the defense? So that, that, that's what. We're playing great defense right now as a collective, and I'm happy with that. You know, and the, and the Parsons is bringing that spark that we've been looking for for so many years. He's bringing the spark. I, I like that. You know, a lot of our defenders in recent history, you know, either get hurt on the shelves. You know, your Randy Gregory, you know. The Raiders beat y'all. 36-33. Yeah. Nope. The, Raiders, the, Raiders, the Raiders beat us. The Raiders beat us after a Sunday game in, in which we, we had to go travel back to Dallas and play on Thanksgiving. Yep, you got that, bro. You got that. <laughs> Everybody don't beat Cleveland, but, but proceed. <laughs> Brown paper bags. <laughs> well, you know, I ain't bringing up Cleveland and most of the Johnny Manziel. You know, we talk about the Cowboys. Oh, hold on, hold on, Wait, hold on, hold on. You talk. Oh, Roberts over here is comment the NFC East. We ain't gonna talk about that North. We ain't gonna talk about that, that North, North. North is trash. <laughs> we ain't gonna talk Chicago about that North. Chicago and Detroit. <laughs> Green Bay is giving teams. Hold on, Green Bay giving teams. Hey. We'll spot you 10 for the TV, for the media, for, you know, game more ratings, and then Aaron Rodgers goes ballistic. Oh, man. Yeah, man. But y'all, you, you the whole NFC East, exactly. I'm, I'm just saying. That, yeah. that, that, South, that, that North, man, that, that NFC North, man, sure. The whole Vikings NFC beat the Packers, then the Lions beat the Vikings. Come on, man. But, man, you know, we'll get, you know, wrap things up, uh, you know, we all know the NFC East has a is a cake division. It's been for two years. It's funny, y'all only got two more wins than we do. <laughs> I went and looked it up today. The <laughs> F, the NFC South only has two more wins than we do collectively. What <laughs> Ooh, he drove, man. You full of that diesel now. <laughs> 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 
got that weird with his dad, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, y'all beat every, every team in the NFC West. You right. You 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 correct. You you right. A strong, a strong supposedly NFC West too, man. So I could I can give you a salute on that. No, no doubts, no doubts. All I'm gonna say, y'all remember this show, and we come back about two or three years from now, y'all gonna be like, that goddamn Coach Lee, that, that brother was right. So all I'm gonna say, time caps of this bad boy. Big plays, hey, you all the saints. You player. know what's funny? Cause y'all know what I'm saying. The reason why I'm saying that, I'm a little bit more advanced in age. I saw LT play in live action. I saw Reggie play when he was with Philly before he went to I Green Bay. I see LT play on the TV. On the I TV. See LT. You were like two years old, dog. <laughs> I see LT still in the building, dog. I, I see play with LT on Tech Mobile. Yeah, Tech Mobile, man. Oh, man. Oh, man. Hey, it's a good show tonight, fellas. I had fun. <laughs> oh, dang, man. And this, um, just to, um, I told Robert I'll say this again one more time on the show. Devontae Adams is the best wide receiver in the National Football League as of today, December 14th at 9.32 p.m. It could change soon. It could change never. Wait, are you being held by ransom or something? He asked me, he wanted to record it. So I told him I'll say it again, and I didn't say it at the time. So I'll just bring it oh, up. That's what he did. <laughs> yeah. so. Y'all crazy, man. Y'all crazy. Who got a shout yeah, out tonight? Shout out. We got a shout out to everybody else in the chat, man. The chat was lit, man. This is how we appreciate y'all. Thank y'all for, uh, you know, hanging out with us, man. But, um, Guess how I started off January 16th, 2022. That's man, it feels like it's weird saying that. But 2022, January 16th, we're gonna have our one, two, three, four, fifth annual MLK Day sock and sack lunch give back. So uh definitely y'all wanna uh, get involved, y'all just join the group, comment stuff, uh send an email to stwf media at sportstalkwithfriends.com. Y'all won't get, get involved. So uh currently, you know, we got some sponsors, shout out to Little J's Donuts and More down there in Harahan and Starbucks. You know, Starbucks out in Dallas, out there in Plano. They've, uh, they're sponsoring us two years, so shout out to them and everyone else that want to get involved. This is our fifth annual, so uh, just get involved. That's what we do. STWF cares. Ting! <laughs> That's all I got. Absolutely, man. Cousins of hell this week. Taste me hell. Uncle Leroy, you went in your league. I got a schedule for this week. What'd you say? Cousins of Hill this week. I know you like both of them. In fantasy football, Hill all day. There you go, Mr. Eric. Shout out to you, brother. Um, shout out to me, family. Appreciate y'all. You guys, everybody that got in here tonight, we appreciate y'all. The chats. Make it happen, man. Get up in here, converse with you guys, and continue to do this and grow this conversate. thing. Conversate. Yeah. I'm going to say this yeah, every yeah. day until the game gets here. Shout out to them South Oak Cliff Golden Bears and them damn Dunkerville Panthers, baby. Let's bring that trophy home this weekend. We shout out to nephew, man, your, uh, your cousin. Shout out to Isaiah Collins. He got his engineering degree. From the mighty Texas and them Kingsville Havelinas. Good job, young man. Your parents are proud of you. We all proud of you. Go take on the world. Go take on the world, man. Accomplish all you can, man. Accomplish anything you want to accomplish in this world. Shout out to him. Yes, sir. Shout out. Shout out to everybody. Shout out to everybody that came through today, commented. All love, man. Share, debate, don't hate. You know what I'm saying? That's the model I follow. Oh. You know what I'm saying? And as long as you know we keep building these these eyeballs up, you know what I'm saying? We can keep bringing you great flavor every week. You know what I'm saying? Maybe some other things, but you only know if you tune in. That's a beautiful treatment background. Why, why you didn't show us, like, we had the, the post. Why we didn't, why didn't see your uh, treatment post? 
We want to see a tree. Very lovely. Oh, my nice tree. I'll take a Because that's one of the little miniature trees. That's why you try to have it by the camera. So oh, it oh, ain't got an eye tree. One, man. It's a big, it's a big tree, man. Oh, okay, okay. Nice tree, you know what I'm saying? I just hate because it's glistening in the light. You know what I'm saying? I see it like it's it's the best got that back, back, back there. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? You gotta go back to mama's house with the names and the, on the uh, with the money with the money inside the thing, man, on the tree. You was know <laughs> <laughs> trying to take them before Christmas and all that. Okay. <laughs> well, we appreciate man. everybody joining in tonight, man. Make sure y'all tune in tomorrow for the number basketball show. It's basketball season yeah. heating up. Tap it in, man. It, it's it about the time people start to show. We'll do something special for y'all. All the topics that we'll be talking about tomorrow, we'll post them on. So anybody that want to tune in tomorrow will know exactly what we talk about when you come in, man. So therefore, you can rock in with us, you can comment, and all that stuff, man. We'll do it probably like 30 minutes before the show so we won't get comment out. We want your comments hit. So, you know. Nice. Y'all be good. See y'all tomorrow, 7.30 short. Be there Go. or be square. <laughs> Out.